Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hi loves, welcome back. I'm so excited you're here. I have an awesome episode today where I'm dishing on something that completely changed my life. And I have some hacks for you that you can start using right away to start living your most confident life and loving yourself silly. So let's dive in, shall we? Okay, so one of the biggest secrets that I have learned over my personal development journey has been a secret to happiness, success, inner peace, stress relief, manifestation, all the things we want, right? And the secret is this, accepting the things that you cannot control for exactly what they are. Yes, (laughs) that means accepting and being okay with the unfair cards we're all dealt. It means accepting that life isn't fair and that you can't control life's crazy circumstances or other people And all you can really control is your own response to it, your own thinking on that subject. So kind of starting with a safe example, I love to use this example, um, and it's traffic. Traffic and bad drivers. Because if you'll notice, we're always perfect drivers, and it's always the other car on the road that's doing something stupid, right? It's always their fault. And like road rage, okay? I used to have terrible road rage, I will fully admit. I used to freak out when there was traffic and give give it a reason for me to have negative energy. Sometimes that lasts, right? That's why this is an important thing to talk about because like stupid shit like traffic or, or bad drivers out there that we let that, we let that literally alter our energetic state and make us negative and make us unhappy and make us frustrated and stressed out. And then we often carry that into the next like situation we're in. So learning to accept the world around us. Um, and this is a safe example because we can probably all agree that there are zero benefits to allow for allowing ourselves to get fired up and raise our blood pressure and increase our stress and infuse that negative energy over traffic. Because we know we can't change it. If we're sitting in traffic, there's nothing we can do. All we can do is decide for a different response from ourselves um, or from someone else's crazy random, like a random person you'll never see again that pissed you off on the road. Like who seriously gives a fuck? We can all agree that, you know, this is a kind of a safe example, right? I think it's a great place to start practicing and start playing with this concept of, you know what? I'm sitting in traffic. What can I do? Can I put on a new playlist? Can I listen to a podcast? Can I call a friend? Whatever, like, what can I do? Can I start saying my affirmations out loud? Because that's what I do when I'm sitting in traffic. But, you know, we don't have to get fired up and, and get frustrated and mad and let ourselves be in that negative state. We really don't have to. But we frequently do because it's what we're used to and it's what um, we know our society does. So we kind of just go with it. Um, so another area to kind of practice with this mindset is just when things don't go our way right? We don't get the promotion. We miss a wrong, we miss a turn on the, you know, on the freaking interstate. And then we're half an hour set back because the next exit is too far away. Like things like that. Like we can't go back and change it. So we have to learn to accept those situations 
and, um, you know, not let it ruin our day, not let it completely stress us out. So we've talked about some small, safe things, some examples that we can all agree on. And, you know, obviously it gets a lot harder um, when we think about other circumstances in our life. Things where, okay, we all deal with traffic. What about the things that I'm dealing with that I know other people aren't? What about the unfair card that I was dealt that someone else doesn't have to deal with? And please don't get it twisted. I am not here suggesting that you should be able to just get over your past because that's really not what this is about. And we really, 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 we don't want to push things down. So the bigger, harder things that we could be talking about from our past that, or the, the things that stress us out in our life, the things we feel are unfair in our lives. It's not about just like saying you, you should just get over those. No, um, we don't want to push them down either. We don't want to push those deep inside of us and just cover them up with the happy, positive affirmations and pretending with like a false positive. That's not the idea here either. And that's very dangerous because you can't just push them down and push them away and cover them up. Um, but what I'm suggesting is that, you know, there's inner work to be done around some of the issues that are going on um, in order to, to release them, in order to eventually over time, depending on their severity, release them and let them go. Because that's how we gain inner peace. That's how we, <laughs> that's how we change our life. But it depends on the situation. It depends on the person. It depends on the thing for how long we can kind of fester in it, kind of be upset about it, feel the feelings, do the inner work, and then eventually let it go. So there's only one thing we have control over in this life. And you've probably heard me say that like 10,000 times, especially if you guys follow me on Instagram. I mean, this is the stuff I'm always kind of riffing about. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, uh, I don't know what you're doing with your life. It's candid.confidence. Um, lots of daily inspiration. But the only thing we can control in our lives is ourselves. That's it. The way we respond to things. The way we perceive them. Our thoughts about them. There's a really incredible book on the subject. It's called Loving What Is. It's by Byron Katie. And I highly, highly, highly recommend that you read it. She, she has a crazy story herself um, from her past and her background. And she kind of overwent like an extreme um, spiritual awakening. And she discusses how even the worst of life circumstances are really um, only a problem. The only problem truly is our thoughts around that. And she teaches you to question everything in life in terms of our thinking. In other words, our perception of our problems. And she challenges you to see things through a different lens in order to gain inner peace. And when I read this book, it literally, and I, mean, I probably say this all the time, but it changed my life because it just puts it in such a way that's like, you know what? Yeah, shit's happened. Everyone has shit. Everyone has shit. And if people have never gone through something truly traumatic, then they probably are more sensitive to things that aren't traumatic and they feel like those are traumatic. So it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter, you know, what we think our problems, if our, if our problems are worse than someone else's. I think everyone thinks that. Um, but reading this book really put things in perspective for me. And it's just a really good way to, to think about gaining inner peace. 
you know, it's not about is somebody right or wrong. It's about what do I need to do to be happy and stress-free and get rid of my anxiety and my overthinking. And overthinking, we're going to get to that, but that is like (laughs) the main problem. But how are we supposed to change our thoughts, right? How are we supposed to change our perception? We can't just let everything go and not care and just calm down. My mind is always racing, right? Is that what you're kind of thinking here? Okay, so (laughs) I used to have a major overthinking problem. I used to overthink everything. And I think this is something almost everyone struggles with. Um, I think women, women may struggle with it more than men. I think that we get more worked up on what are people thinking. And I think maybe there's more pressure um, in our society if we, if we choose to continue with that belief um, that there's more expectations. So overthinking um, truly is what leads to stress and anxiety and negativity because if we weren't sitting around overthinking our problems <laughs> we would just probably be fine um i've learned a lot of different methods to change the overthinking and i'm going to share a few of those um, key ones with you today so meditating is probably the first thing i recommend um in life in general but with overthinking for sure There are so many benefits to meditating. Research shows meditation increases mental focus, it enhances relationships, it improves confidence, lowers stress and anxiety. And I get that like people think meditating is weird or they just like have never really thought about it. I I was super not into it for a really long time. I don't know that I really like knew anyone who did it, but I always heard it was good. You know, I heard the statistics about like, you know, 90% of CEOs meditate I don't know something like that but I I was like that's not for me until I tried it and um our brain's always gonna tell us that right our brain is always gonna tell us oh that new thing that someone else is doing yeah it's kind of weird don't don't do it like it's out of your comfort zone we don't need to go there so keep that in mind (laughs) um but yeah so with meditation um it really really helps with overthinking because Overthinking is kind of like whisper down the lane. Do you guys remember that game? I've heard it called something else. Like I've heard it called telephone, but when I was a kid, it was called whisper down the lane in my circle um, in the area that I grew up. So we have like a thought or a phrase and then, you know, we, we mull it over. It gets twisted and turned. Next thing you know, we're convinced all our friends hate us. We suck at our job. Our boyfriend is cheating on us right? It's like whisper down the lane. That's how overthinking works. It just gets twisted and twisted and twisted until it's something so ridiculous and we have to remind ourselves, okay, come on. But meditation is truly the antidote to overthinking. But if you like really don't want to sit cross-legged with a crystal and a candle and listen to like a goddess mantra from YouTube I get it. I, I, I think you should try it <laughs> that way. Um, but I get it. The biggest thing, though, um, to understand is that you don't have to do that to be meditating or to practice this um, experience. Truly meditating is teaching us to detach from our thoughts, not ignore our thoughts and not push them away, but, but to not get attached to our thought every single time. So what the heck does that even mean? So... It means basically, basically when you're meditating, you're practicing like having you, you can't erase thoughts coming into your mind and you wouldn't want to, 
but you're sitting there in silence and you're observing your thoughts. So your thought comes across in your mind and you learn. It takes a long time. I'm not going to lie. You learn to observe the thought and then let it go, let it just go. Rather than what we do now, which is you observe the thought or the thought comes into your mind and we twist it and turn it and think about it for days and it becomes this crazy thing where our boyfriend's cheating on us and you know our mom hates us and we're probably getting fired and all these things. So being able to have a thought come through, especially like a negative thought, and to not make a story out of it. Because a story doesn't always need to be made out of it. We know this from observing our friends. So how many times have you had a friend or a loved one who came to you and said, oh my God, this is what I'm stressed out about. And you're like, really? You got all that from that one thought? Like that's not going to happen. But to them, it feels very real. And we're, we're all in that same situation too. So learning to not make a story out of every negative thought that comes our way is basically the entire point of meditation. And if you think about it, that's our true problem. We make, you know, we make one comment and get a weird look from someone and then we spend days analyzing it. Like we have to stop wasting time wondering if like Sarah's friend's cat was offended by the, the swearing that took place the other day. <laughs> um, I had a client a few weeks back who was super worried about something that she had said at a work meeting. And she thought it made her look stupid, the comment. And it was days ago, okay? she came, we, When we talked, it had been days ago. But I kind of could tell that it really wasn't a big deal. But of course, to her, it was a big deal. Um, and we're all in that situation, right? I've, I've obviously been there and I'm still there. So I asked her, what would she think if a coworker had made that comment instead of her? And, she, and I said, pretend she comes to you and she says, oh my God, I said this. Or whatever, you were there and she said it. And she thought, you know what? Yeah, it, it wouldn't have been a big deal at all. So I think it's really just um, putting things into perspective like that that can be really helpful. But, you know, it doesn't feel like that when it's us. We, we blow it out of proportion with overthinking. So I highly, highly, highly recommend meditating. For myself, I started super small. And that's what I would recommend with you as well. I wouldn't recommend trying to meditate for 20 minutes at a time, an hour at a time. That would be insane. If you're new to it, um, there's some free apps you can get, which are awesome. Um, so doing a guided meditation can be really helpful. I have some guided meditations on my YouTube channel. You could download apps like Headspace, Stop, Breathe, and Think. Those are two of my favorites for a new person. Um, and I wrote a whole blog post on this. You could go and find with like free meditation apps. But that will give you like a guided meditation. And they're very short. Like I think with Headspace when you're starting out, they're like three minutes. And everyone can set their alarm clock three minutes earlier in, in the morning and meditate first thing for three minutes. Like, come on, we have time um, for that. And when I was new, I just did it three minutes a day, like three minutes in the morning. I think I did it three minutes at night too before bed. So I was just doing it for like six minutes total a day and over time. So then I started increasing it because obviously um, it's a very peaceful and <laughs> wonderful thing and you'll probably enjoy it and you'll probably increase it. But it took a few months, to be honest. Um, it probably, okay, it probably took like maybe a month, month and a half to feel a difference when I was in this situation, like to feel that peace and calm come over me and to truly not be able to attach to my thoughts. But then a few months in, like I was noticing in my everyday life, just a more of a Zen state of mind where I could have a negative thought and not make a story out of it. 
and not not let myself get carried away with overthinking. So it's not an overnight thing where it changes your life. Um, if it was, everyone would be living in a state of Zen, right? And no one would be freaking out. So it's definitely like you're in it for the long game, but doing it for three minutes a day um, even has a lot of a lot of benefits, even health benefits, mental health benefits, but overthinking is is a key benefit. Um, so I highly, highly recommend. If you have any questions on it, just like message me, just like DM me on Instagram. But okay, so that's kind of the first thing I would recommend to calm the overthinking brain. And okay, so okay, so we're probably thinking like, you know, how how do I stop worrying? How do I get over these things? How do I accept my life? That sounds ridiculous, sounds super hard, and it is super hard. One of the keys to kind of the free feeling, kind of that peace, that inner peace that we want to strive for is truly learning to forgive. And this is like, was kind of the missing piece for me for a long time. But truly, truly, truly forgiving. Like Jesus gave his entire life to teach us forgiveness. I, I would think that most people looking at the Christian Bible, if you were to say, what is the like biggest event? Like one of the biggest events was Jesus dying on the cross for our forgiveness of sins, like to teach us how to forgive. And yet I think that at least in, in our culture, we really struggle with this. We really, really, really do. And it's very hard. Um, but I think learning to truly forgive is one of the most important pieces that we could ever do to give ourselves um, peace and happiness. Truly, truly, truly forgiving means actually letting the thing go. <laughs> so it's not when your boyfriend does the thing and you, you, he says he's sorry and you forgive him and then you hold it over his head for the rest of eternity every time he, that he pisses you off. That's manipulation. That's not forgiveness. But it's not to say that if he did something really bad that you should just forgive him and let it go. Like, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying at all. Believe that. But um, when we make a decision to forgive and when we make a decision to stay with a boyfriend or, or continue a relationship of any sort or continue anything of any sort, those are two separate things. Like, if a boyfriend, if a guy, like, pissed you off, did something stupid, cheated on you, whatever, forgiving him with your entire soul means letting it go and not letting it be an issue in your life and releasing it. It doesn't mean you stay with the guy, um, although you can. It's, obviously, it depends on the situation. But the other the other hand would be if you stay with him or not, that's not related. So like in one hand, you have the forgiveness. On the other hand, you have the choice of whether to continue, whatever the thing is. They're, they're completely separate things. But the forgiveness is something that should be there regardless, simply because that's how you're going to gain that inner peace and gain like that freedom and gain like in your soul to have that freedom. So learning to truly forgive means letting it go and truly releasing it. And it's not about exonerating anyone. It's not about saying, oh, this person did this to me. I'm going to forgive them. And that means that, you know, they should just be totally exonerated. That's that's not the point at all. Um, but learning to forgive means you have the peace. That's all it means. So um, who needs forgiveness in our lives? We need to look at that. We need to look for who we need to forgive. And often there's many people. But 
there is one person who's probably desperate for a release and probably desperate for your forgiveness. And that person is you. You need your own forgiveness. Unless you're perfect, but come on, that, that ain't real. Um, but you need to, you need to learn to forgive yourself. God made you good enough, right? God made you. You were good enough for God. You are good enough for God. So if you're good enough for God, who are you not good enough for? And anything that you think you're not, all of your self-doubt, perceived flaws, failures, things you don't like about yourself, things you've done in the past that you don't like, those need forgiven and released. Because that's the only thing holding you back from living a truly wonderful life is like the things that you think you're not, the things that you think you can't have, or the life that you don't think is possible for you. So if you're good enough for God, you were born in his image, you were good enough. And there are things that you need to forgive yourself for. So think about, think about the things you wanna forgive yourself for. It could be big things. It could be little things. I forgive myself daily for stupid shit that I like, I will be overthinking. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, oh, I'm sorry. Why am I overthinking this? And I'll forgive myself for whatever thing that it is, or I'll forgive myself for overthinking, or I'll forgive myself for whatever. It's, it's not something that just happens one time. None of this is. Another thing that you can do um, that I highly recommend is thinking about the key people in your life that you do need to truly forgive. Whether or not it means that they did something wrong or not, but that you need that release for. And um, writing a forgiveness letter. So grab um, a notebook paper with your hand, write it with a pen, with a pencil, just like write it by hand though. It's really important to write by hand um, because it, it just goes, it um, has a connection to the brain. It allows us to write more creatively and more freely. So that's really important, but write a forgiveness letter to someone and they're never going to see it unless you want them to. But typically what I recommend is just giving, like putting it all out there in a forgiveness letter, writing it all out, all the things, putting your forgiveness in there, rolling it up, put it, fold it, whatever, and then burn it. And it is a ceremonial release for you of the thing. And you're actually truly deciding to forgive. You're making a decision in your brain and decisions are very important because when you truly make a real decision in your brain, your brain's going to, going to understand that. And your subconscious will no longer be attached to that, but it really can take time. It can take time. It could take writing a few letters. It could take journaling it out for a longer period of time, meditating on it, whatever. Um, Ooh, there's a really good forgiveness meditation on my YouTube channel. That's a good one, but it's not instant all the time, although it very frequently can be. But um, yeah, writing a forgiveness letter, deciding who you want to forgive, and watch kind of that inner peace form for you to truly release these things that are heavy on your heart, even subconsciously, that affect you. But we need to forgive ourselves. We need to understand that no one is perfect and that we're going to be making mistakes, but it doesn't mean we're not good enough because we are. And Okay, so I need you right now, if you can, to close your eyes. If you're driving or running on the treadmill or chopping chicken, like don't like don't close your eyes, but 
I need you to find a quiet moment, uh, maybe today when you can close your eyes and take a few deep breaths, put your hand over your heart and say out loud, I forgive myself for holding on to the belief that I am anything less than a whole, beautiful, worthy soul. I release this idea. I am worthy. And you can insert anything else you need to in there to forgive yourself. And you can do this daily. You can do this whenever you feel inspired to do this. But taking a moment to truly release things that are heavy on your heart, it's very powerful. And over time, you'll truly release it. And this is when we can love the fuck out of ourselves, right? Okay, so that's all I have for you today. I will see you next week. Um, I do want to mention today's podcast sponsor, and that's my one-to-one coaching. So I want to explain what exactly I do with my um, coaching clients, um, since I get a lot of questions on this. So life coaching truly is all about having the support you need to help guide you towards your goals and help you reach them at a much, much faster pace. And those could be goals around career. They could be goals around interpersonal work, like what we've talked about today. They could be goals around stress relief. Um, I love helping people with like limiting beliefs and self-doubt, um, starting new projects. Anything they'd like puts you out of your comfort zone is often when people hire a life coach, um, kind of all of those areas. But truly what makes it different than therapy is it's more about moving forward. It's for the person who wants to move forward and make positive changes in their lives. And that's what I do with my um, private clients. So I'll include the link in the show notes um, to fill out. It's a questionnaire for coaching that you can fill out and schedule a free 30-minute confidence call with me to see if it's a good fit. That's basically the process. I will include in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button, drop me some stars, share this on your Insta story, um, share it with a friend, share it on Facebook, let people know that it's helped you. And I love you. I will see you next week. Oh.